Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. The big news uh, this week, of course, is that Donald Trump got raided this week. Yeah, uh, seems like some folks around here might know something about that, at least have some firsthand experience with it. You mean like how our studio got raided last year and and the households of several of our friends and, and co-hosts? It's not the first time. Well, there's that too. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you're looking for a pattern, if you know, you're know you willing to consider for a moment that uh, folks in power don't really appreciate the views or the topics or the subjects that we present here on a radio program that's rated in the top 25, or at least was last year and the year By before. By Talkers Magazine. By Talkers Magazine. Uh, you know, the fact that we come at it from liberty, freedom, voluntarism, peaceful resolution of problems, uh, that they have some problem with us, it seems, uh, you know, if you Gee, consider the number of times. Surprise. Hmm. Um, But it it did come as a surprise to me that Donald Trump would be targeted. Now, Peekless, you've made the argument before on the air that Trump isn't quite on the inner circle of the political class in D.C. Clearly not. He's an actor. So he's in the club, but Mm -hmm. he's not in the VIP section. I mean, he (laughs) used to pal around with Jeffrey Epstein. They used to be neighbors. Right. I mean, he's he's not exactly on the outside of power by any stretch of the imagination. Trump is no more uh, a rebel than, I mean, Joe Biden, really. Really. Like, I mean, when you think about it. part of the system, for sure. And so, you know, if you want to vote for nothing that we've ever had before, because you still think think voting works for some reason, if you want to, you know, Donald Trump is not the rebellious candidate. He's just the guy that you used to have a little while ago that totally screwed things up even more than the guy who had it before who totally screwed up even more than the guy before and it's almost as if they're planning to screw this up monumentally uh drive everybody into debt uh make mm-hmm. everybody more poor for some reason and uh, just continue to have their thumb on you and gain more control over you yeah it's pure mythology that trump was in any way going to drain the swamp or change things in washington dc i mean he kept a lot of the bureaucrats right where they he made the swamp were. bigger he hired sure. them he yeah. gave them a raise i mean he brought in what was it john bolton at one point who's a total warmonger oh, yeah. and should have brought so in michael bolton so many different <laughs> terrible, been a better choice horrible human beings uh worked with him but i mean again i think you're absolutely right captain that it's just one step after the next towards total tyranny total oppression and seems to be the case to me what yeah, he most, didn't slow this down in any no. meaningful way and the most and apparently the uh, fbi director that he put into place is the very same one that is presiding oh, over what, this are, what are you insinuating in mm. that there's something there that's just entertaining there was a, an event uh, that the governor had gretchen whitmer it was called grilling with gretchen there was about 300 people there and uh, she caught some covid and uh, I guess uh, they had to shut the place down, except there's an after-hours party there. It was called, uh, I, I believe, it was Chillin' with Gretchen. They had some craft beers and some uh, craft wines there. And uh, they had a special guest star. They were uh, George Clinton and the uh, uh, Funkadelics. They broke wow. out their uh, a 1973 hit tune and dedicated it and serenaded Gretchen with it. Uh, the name of the tune was the nappy dugout the what i guess that's a joke the nappy dugout that's that's a joke like because she's nappy and that's the idea there 
I guess he's gone. Okay, bam. He's. I out. mean, that's the rule of radio, right? Yeah. You make the joke and you cut Punch him out. loose. He he did it for us. Yeah, he so did. He thank you, Law Dog. It was complete although hilarious. Although, yeah, like he's absolutely fun. perhaps hilarious. Perhaps next time, tell something a little more funny. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of like your typical conservative. This is not a conservative show. We're libertarians here on Free Talk Live, but that's what you hear on conservative talk radio is just calling names of the other side, and it's just so stupid. It's so low and mindless. There's so much that you can criticize about politicians oh, yeah. besides how ugly they are or whatever. And they are ugly. There's no doubt about it. They do have a homeliness problem. Uh, If they were better looking, they'd be celebrities instead. Yeah. New York City is never going to be in a different country than Washington, D.C. That's just how it is. Oh. Absolutely not. I don't know, man. I think it's time for people to get ahead of the ball and recognize that the, the, the united part of the United States of America needs to go ASAP. And uh, we should embrace the divided states of America now. I just, agree. National everybody divorce. just go back to, you know, it, it was supposed to be a union of smaller countries and, you know, all working together for, you know, things like defense or whatever. It's obviously failed and instead become the largest empire the world has ever seen. Period. I, you know, think things things do change over time, Peekless. And, sure. Uh, you sure. Know, the odds that the... I'm not, I'm not suggesting that, uh, that New Hampshire is not going to secede. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to suggest that uh, California, Florida, Texas, I mean, these places are, are likely to secede. Why wouldn't New York not want to secede? Not as likely as we are. Oh, man. I mean, so for one thing... They're just that obedient there? Well, for one idea? thing, like the Boston, the Boss Wash Corridor... I mean, okay. this is basically a singular unit. They like these are more like boroughs of a single city than they are like different cities. I mean, Maybe, like, but New Englanders kind of think of themselves as their own people to some extent. Sure, but I mean, like, uh, culturally, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Sure, but I mean, so do people from Manhattan think that they're mm-hmm. a different culture from people in the Bronx? With the world elites did to Nelson Mandela is the same thing that they're about to do to Donald J. Trump, and it's no difference. He's going to be a political prisoner. These people have already gone too far. They've been after this You think they're going to lock him up? Sir, 100% they're going to lock Donald Trump up. That's their objective, my friend. Haven't you been watching what's going on? Will he Epstein himself? Excuse me? When they lock him up, will they? Will he Epstein himself? Possibility, sir. I believe that there's already been assassination attempts on Donald Trump Mm -hmm. by these so-called world elites, the people that are the puppet masters, the people that are really pulling the strings, the people that aren't elected by we the people. It's a sabotage. It's a takeover. They started taking this thing over a long time ago. So, what do you think that they're trying to stop him from doing, sir? Sir, these people are, and they're going to start suppressing us and chipping away start. at our freedom. Yeah. You don't see it, my friend. They're going to they start suppressing us a long time ago, John. They're they've been suppressing people for decades. Don't, you, don't know if We're you know, but this studio was raided against these. Let me ask you a question, He's just my ranting. friend. Yeah. Well, I'm he, not ranting. I, well, you're not I, stopping. I, 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 people I are trying to talk to you, okay. and you're not stopping and, and to ask you a question. They hear what they're saying. Fellas, go ahead. Okay, so. What do you think they're afraid that he will do that they're going to try and stop him from doing by arresting or assassinating him? He's afraid that he's going to prosecute all these losers that have been coming after him for seven years because what these people do is they project. 
I can understand the allure to people who still haven't figured out that no matter who they vote for, it's always going to get worse. It, you know, they still haven't realized that, and they hear the promises about change, well, and they so, hear the, the campaign promises, but this dude's been elected. The thing about government, though, is that people get to outsource their, hmm, I don't even know what to say, uh, their their sins, right? I don't know a better way to put that. They pass the buck, is what they do. Yeah, they say, yeah. oh, I can't, it turns out I can't destroy the government from the inside. Right. You know? So they get to outsource their, you know, their guilt, if you will, over horrible things that humanity does. And instead, they just let this organization over here do it. And so what they're waiting for, of course, is like in any religion, they're waiting for the savior. savior. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And so to some people, that guy man. that guy is Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And to some people, that guy is Donald Trump. To some people, that guy is Bernie Sanders. Or Hillary people that, yeah. I, I, I don't think that Joe Biden is the savior to anyone. Well, no. Now his in in now, the in actual practical application, no. But during now, the time of the, the election, the normalcy yes. that he represents is something that they want, and the uh, the institutions and the the like the status quo as it has been is what they want. But he isn't their savior. This is a different thing. He was during the election, that's for sure. No, he was. He was no, going to save then. you from Trump. Even yeah, then, yeah. he wasn't their savior. Mm-hmm. Now uh, we beg to differ. Then. I mean, why did they vote for him then? There yeah. were a dozen different choices. And because they, picked they him. wanted to return to normal. I hear a lot of criticism of um, President Trump. Trump. You sure do. And, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like, you know, you guys got, got so much criticism. Why don't you throw your hats in the ring and see, uh, you know, see what you can do for the American public? Because I'm not a psychopath. Uh, well, actually, I'm running for uh, office here well, in New Hampshire yeah. for New Hampshire Senate, true, and yeah. I don't give a damn about uh, the American public. I want to get out of the United States and peacefully secede from the United States. What do you think about that? Well, who's holding you back? I, I see everybody breaking in. I don't see anybody breaking out. Well, we're working on it, actually. We've got, uh, we had a piece of legislation earlier this year here in New Hampshire, a historic piece of legislation that would have been a constitutional amendment put on the ballot for the people to vote on. Unfortunately, the state reps did not see it that way, and they uh, overwhelmingly voted it down. But it is a start, and we are... And we're the we're, farthest that uh, any state's gotten in the process of secession. Yeah, so we're working on that. We don't want to be a part of the United States anymore. Why would you want to be a part of the wow. United States? Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm an American. First of all, I'm, a, I'm an American loving uh, 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 American who happens to be black. But still, you're still an American, even if you aren't in the United States. You know. He may not be on the inside track with all the rest of them, and that may be indeed why they're going after him now. Trump uh, But yeah, I mean, I just hear you jumping in, a, uh, you know, just just trying to defend him no matter what. And the fact is, he's indefensible, just like uh, George Bush, just like Barack Obama, just like uh, Bill Clinton before him. None of them made the government smaller. Yeah, you have faith in this man that is blind and misplaced. This has been well, a Trump alert. <laughs> Mel, anything I else you want to share? I did not. I, I, you know, the, the, the vaccine was forced upon me, which I didn't take, and my job was at stake. We didn't take it and either. I had, I had the liberty. I had the liberty to to take that uh, 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 religious exemption to put that through and see what what, what had happened. All and right. So, who are you voting for in the next presidential was, election? Oh yeah, real close. You know, really so, who am I going to vote for in the next presidential election? You know, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see who 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 decides to run. I mean, it uh, doesn't matter you know, anyway. I, it doesn't I, matter who you vote for. Nothing's well, going to change in Washington, D.C. I mean, what's it going to take to get you to understand that Washington, D.C., you cannot make it big, uh, smaller. You cannot make it less oppressive. It's going to get worse. It's going to shove its rules, its regulations, and its taxes down your throat no matter who's in charge. Well, I guess you guys feel the same way. I guess you're in the same boat that I'm in. That I'm in. 
And that, uh, we are? You, you, you're going to be oppressed, I guess, unless you fight back. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. When libertarians run for office in like New Hampshire, when they do run, like what party do they typically affiliate themselves with? Uh, the libertarian party. Well, I mean, there's there is a libertarian party here, and that's where yeah. the most libertarian candidates are so running. When they run for high office, like uh, when Aria ran for sheriff, she ran as a what? She ran as a Republican. There are a lot of them that have run as Republicans. Some yeah. have run as Democrats. Yeah, I got to say, the Republican Party of New Hampshire is fundamentally different from the Republican Party of anywhere else that I have ever seen. Mm. Yeah, and the reason, of course, for that is there's a couple of reasons. One, uh, it's a lot easier to get on a ballot if you are going to run as a Republican or a Democrat. Then all you got to do is pay, if you're running for state rep, for instance, two bucks. You pay two bucks. Well, you're making my point. Couldn't Trump, and then this is why I'm talking about Delaware and New York now, couldn't Trump just be a sheep in wolf's clothing that's using the system? (laughs) A wolf in sheep's clothing, maybe? Hear me out. Don't get emotional, please. Everyone hates him. He's been off of uh, social media. The people that follow him, which are just humans at this point, very few little companies or RSMBN or whatever, actually have any you know, power in the media anymore. Like in most states, it's very difficult for libertarians or anybody in a third party to get on a ballot. There's always- right, I was going to mention that to Jack because there's already infrastructure there. You don't have to jump through the additional hoops if you run as a Republican. Correct. Right. So there's that. And then secondly, the fact is the Republican Party here is weak. They are yeah. elderly for the most part. They don't have very many people under the age of 50 uh, in their party. Like if somebody right. shows up who's in their 30s and 40s to a Republican meeting, they fawn all over them like, oh, God, our party's still alive. Uh, and <laughs> we can so, survive the winter. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how weak that they are. And so the libertarians, I think, saw that as an opportunity to say and, – and your your point is correct as well, as well Peakless, is that the Republicans in New Hampshire – tend to lean more libertarian just as a general mm-hmm. rule. Yes. Well, um, and, and and at the moment, at the moment, Republicans are more libertarian than Democrats. In now, New Hampshire, yes. N- not yeah. even just in New Hampshire. I would say throughout the country at the moment. Now, 20 years ago, it was absolutely the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when it was W. Bush uh, and the, the USA Patriot Act, like, wow, were the Republicans ever the way more authoritarian Warmongers, party at yeah. the time. Yeah. So if, if we were doing this back then, then it would be uh, the Democrat Party that we were trying to, to uh used to uh, create a more libertarian society. Now, at the moment, it's the Republicans, especially in New Hampshire. We had a former female co-host who mm-hmm. is very conservative, but she doesn't want to, like, in you know, put you in a jail cell for not for not following her beliefs. She Who just, are we talking about? Uh, here? Um, Heather Mullins? No, her uh, my brain has just decided to leave her. Uh, Melanie. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Melanie, she's very, I get where you're coming very from conservative, but she doesn't want to lock you up. She Wait. just wants to pick a neighborhood mm-hmm. where other conservative, uh, non-aggressive people can be. So one live. can be uh, anarchist in belief, but also conservative? Yes. So what's the definition of conservative that you're using? Um, well, so... Uh, Conservative uh, is, uh, I mean, technically it's uh, you want to conserve what is good about uh, your society that exists uh, rather than being focused on changing it. Um, But basically the idea of like traditional family values, uh, uh, lifelong marriage uh, without divorce, um, uh, it it being uh, another example is uh, not always religion because she's not a religious person. She is not referring to Um, uh, religion tends to be uh, uh, alongside it uh, Mm -hmm. just because, again, that's how things were done. Uh, That has been the basis of morality for a long time. Can a Democrat be conservative? Yes. People with titles are just other humans who have no more right to do anything than you or I. That's a fact. Now, I say that. I say that anyone with a title in order to kind of make everyone uh, be equals, whether they're, you know, fancy titles or uh, doctorates or anything. I'm not talking about you, Dr. Kickass. Uh, that's Lord <laughs> Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass, <laughs> Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Are you suggesting yeah. that he's actually just a person? <laughs> no, no, I believe that he is all of that and more. So <laughs> He's a character. For anyway. me. Yeah, for me, for me, every time someone I want to talk about the um, this evil IRS mafia thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for me, every time someone brings up the uh, how people should follow the law or pay their taxes, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I ask them if they agree with every tax and every law, or for any tax, you know, that matter. Because to me, taxation, of course, is slavery. Sure, it um, is. And. And most people it is believe exactly. that the people pretending to be their servants to do the will of the people to protect us, that they are our democratic representatives of the people's voice, yet they demand that we obey them or be punished. Yeah, I heard you talking about real conservatives and whatnot. Uh, some of the listeners surely are not old enough to remember back in 1972 when, uh, actually, surely. earlier than that, late uh late 60s when uh, Richard Nixon developed the Southern Strategy, and he basically stole the, uh, the Republican Party. Uh, uh, he basically, as a Republican, he stole the bigots and put them in the Republican Party. Where did he steal them from? The Democrats? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were the Dixiecrats. Okay. And so when uh, when John Kennedy was in, he came up with the Civil Rights Act, the Fair Housing Act, and that so pissed off the Southern Dixiecrats that they hated Kennedy, and they didn't care if he was dead. And uh, and then when Lyndon Johnson doubled down on those and had uh, the Fair Housing Act, and I'm trying to think of what else they bunch did. of actors, <laughs> yeah, they are. Well, they you know they opened up the schools, uh, integration of schools. Uh, made sure that they got rid of the uh, two-tiered drinking fountains, all of the double bathrooms, all of the, the bigotry, you know, blacks in the back of the bus. Uh, all of that disappeared right at that time. If you remember 1980, 
when uh, the Koch uh, was at uh, one of the Kochs ran for vice president, and Pat uh, Pat Clark was the vice, the presidential candidate. He actually bought the Libertarian Party, and in the future, the only way you could become a candidate in the Libertarian Party was to pay him cash. Right? I've never met the guy. Don't know anything about it. Oh, okay. So you I've must have met some candidates. You got to pay candidates in the We have candidates in the Libertarian. He keeps on repeating himself. Sorry, what was that? We have candidates in the Libertarian Party right here in New Hampshire that certainly did not have to pay anyone any sum of money for the privilege of running as a Libertarian. Yeah, Daryl Perry was a co-host on this show while he ran for president with the Libertarian Party. He didn't win the nomination, but they certainly didn't charge him. Uh, to run for the Libertarian Party ticket. I'm sorry, David. Ask you're just him. making crap up. No, I've talked to the Libertarians out here. They had to pay. And it, he wow. owned the rights to the Libertarian name. They've done the same. It sounds like a ridiculous conspiracy theory. Sounds like more of an no, argument for the system reality. to go away. Yeah. August 21, 2017. That was the date that the solar eclipse was seen only in America from the West Coast to the East Coast. That was the only other time that happened was 1776 when our country was obviously, you know, warm. Uh-huh. So uh, you have that incredible thing happen August 21, 2017. Uh, they say we're going to have signs from uh, about Jesus coming back in that. I've been uh, saying that for a long stars. time. Okay, well, now here's another thing. What does this the eclipse have to do with anything, though? I mean, what, what, okay, did something well, happen you, on that you, day you, that was you, important you, to you? No, see, you're not letting me talk now. Go see, ahead. Now, I'm going to solidify your question. See, a lot of times people talk before they want to listen. Okay, the second date is about a month and three days later, September 21, 2017. Now, if you go to the Bible, Revelation chapter 12, it starts out, the woman, the child, and the dragon. Now, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon on her feet, and her head with a garland of 12 stars. And and then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. Now they've, if you go to the YouTube's, that is a constant, that is a celestial event that happened September 21, 2017, when all those things lined up the way they say here in the Bible. The Virgin is usually a reference to Virgo, because because uh, that's the thing. Like there are actually real major connections between uh, these ancient powerful stories. Uh, the only one of which almost anyone in the modern world knows is the Bible, mm-hmm. and the uh, the the story that is depicted by the constellations in the sky. Like, sure. Like there is a story that is depicted uh, by the 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 shapes that we have assigned to these stars. And that right. story is the same story that you find in our, our most ancient and powerful traditions. And also in Battlestar Galactica. Oh? S- specifically the reboot. Oh? They use all of the symbols of the Zodiac. Ah. And they use it to tell the stories of the 13 tribes, and each tribe has one of the symbols. Yeah. Huh. It's all throughout the whole series. Anyway, go on. Interesting. So was he making sense to you then? Uh, somewhat. So, like, uh, uh, clothed in the sun, uh, they will. So, at any point where you can tell that the sun is currently where uh, the uh, the constellation Virgo is behind it, even though you can't see those stars, you know that's where they are. Uh, for example, with a, a handy dandy app on my phone, I can see exactly which stars are are behind the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, with the moon at his at its feet or at her feet. Uh, Usually when the moon is also in Virgo or like near the the legs of uh, of Virgo, 
so there are various times that they will assign to that part of Revelations. I was listening to your program tonight, the topic you were talking about, Abraham Lincoln, and uh, whether or not it was the Emancipation Proclamation that freed the slaves. What would you say that was the thing that actually would actually uh, be enacted to free the slaves if it wasn't the Emancipation Proclamation? Well, what, uh, what would you say that freed the slaves? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware that Lincoln. Uh, some of his paperwork that I read, where he uh, he wanted to keep the union together, he didn't care whether they kept slavery or whatever. He, right. he, he, as That's long right. as he Keep the union. Well, and uh, I, I, kind, I was wondering what your take on that was. Well, that kind of slavery was ended by uh, an amendment to the Constitution uh, that said that uh, uh-huh. okay that, that extended the Fourteenth uh, Amendment. The, yeah, yeah, that. yeah, that extended yeah. the rights of citizenship to everybody. Now. Yeah. What, Some would say that actually made everyone into slaves yeah, at that point. Fair, I would say that, actually. To be fair, that didn't yeah. so much end yeah. slavery as transform it. So, like, yeah. uh, that kind of slavery, chattel slavery, was ended by the, the 14th Amendment. However, yeah. it, it, at the same time, they extended a kind of slavery to everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, did that answer your yeah, question, Jim? Yeah, because I need, I listen to your show, and I I know people sometimes are confrontation, but I feel like a lot of times we have to stop and listen. I'm sorry about what happened to you all, uh, you and the others, uh, by the, with the raid and the government problems. And I actually, you weren't on the air at that time, and I missed it happening. But I saw the article in The Verge. Was that uh, was that a good, accurate uh, account of what had happened? I considered it to be a pretty good article. Uh, you're referring to an article that came out, I think, about a year ago now, yeah. maybe a little less than a year ago at, at this point, talking about the raid and uh, on here on the studio and some of our co-hosts and myself, uh, which happened back in March of 2021. People can go to thecrypto6.com to learn more, and there's video there, including surveillance video of the raid actually happening. Uh, if you want to know what that was like, it was uh, pretty awful. So it gives you a little little taste of that. Well, I want to tell you, the first time I actually talked to John Fredericks, it was to, I had just heard Sheriff Richard Mack on our friend Tom Wood's podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was about, the show was about um, the victims of big government government tyranny and bureaucratic abuse. And innocent people that the government had just railroaded. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.